0: hello and welcome to stuck in the 90s we are your weekly nostalgia podcast chronicling the years 1990 through 1999 i'm chris alphick and i'm connor thompson we are here to bring you the week february 12th to february 18th
1: 1995 all right february 12th cop shop a one-stop source for officers so there's this store that was founded by a former police officer and it marketed everything from nightsticks to 90s including a (laughs) a shirt that reads i slept with the greatest cop alive. do you think like they had multiple ones of these in stock or or
0: what probably that's a conflict of interest
1: someone in here is quoted as saying this is the kmart of police supply stores that's nuts which is is also a very dated reference given the current state of kmart fall from grace
0: yeah oh that like we went to a kmart last year didn't we it was sad it was february 13th student contracts tuberculosis (laughs) new jersey daily briefing a 14 year old freshman at wall township high school has contracted Tuberculosis. Yes, this is 1995.
1: That's all I have to say about that. February 14th, the bestseller Rules Time Tested Secrets for Making Your Marriage Work by Ellen Fine and Sherry Schneider was first released. The dating strategy expanded to Rules 3 by 2001, despite divorce plans by Ellen Fine. That uh, doesn't sound like good advice. Do as I say, not as I do. February
0: 15th, hacker Kevin Mitnick is arrested by the FBI and charged with penetrating some of the United States' most secure computers computer system secures in brackets was that in the original article (laughs) yes all right uh (laughs) by brackets i mean uh parentheses yeah kevin mitnick he was one hell of a hacker um he did some pretty cool shit i guess i mean
1: illegal dangerous shit he eventually served a couple years in jail and now he's a consultant for fortune 500 companies oh yeah that's how Um, you do it yeah you start black
0: hat then you switch teams yeah well I mean you prove that you can break into anything and then be like alright I can do this now we build the locks just like uh, Spock in that one Star Trek movie he built the prison cell he did he build built the, the prison brig. cell
1: in other news from February 15th the population of the People's Republic of China hit 1.2 billion that's crazy and in lighter news NBC's Today show did a four part series on the internet and computers Al Gore was featured in part one as founder of the internet as founder of the internet yeah. uh, the one who created the internet sorry
0: tim berners lee big shout out to al gore thank you now this might be a segue nerd thing to other nerd thing february 16th magic card game has spell of success despite fantasy overtones it stresses thinking and strategy see i just played pokemon which was made by the same company back in the day Mm mm-hmm Back in the 90s, which
1: is a podcast that we do. We're changing our name to Back in the 90s.
0: Oh, shit, I forgot the name. That's
1: okay. Moving on to February 17th, a federal judge allowed a lawsuit claiming U.S. tobacco makers knew nicotine was addictive and manipulated its levels to keep customers hooked. It took until 1995 for that to come out? Yeah, I guess so. February
0: 18th, this kind of sucks. This really sucks. Super sucks. Trial opens in Girls' Death by Bowling Ball. A 19-year-old defendant is accused of dropping a bowling ball off of a Jersey City highway overpass and killing an 8-month old girl riding in her parents car. This is one of those situations I hope they threw the book at this 19-year-old yeah. cuz you're 19, you know not to do this. And just in case you don't, we're going to have a little PSA. Don't drop bowling balls off of basically anything. That's the PSA. That's it. But we're just going to move on to movies and try to pick things back up a notch.
1: All right, jumping into the box office number 1 for the week. Fan favorite billy madison
0: great movie uh you know movie about education and, and <laughs> learning and
1: and penguins and all, all that good stuff moving down the list we have the quick and the dead Ooh, number five dumb and dumber another peak jim carrey movie that's great. Uh, Highlander
0: 3 is at number 10. Pulp Pulp Fiction Fiction
1: at 13. That's a good one.
0: Yeah. Street Fighter. Street Fighter, which begs the age-old question, what exactly is a Street Fighter?
1: And closing it out, Shawshank Redemption, which I think is one of Morgan Freeman's best movies.
0: Yeah, so movies this week. Some pretty decent ones, but a lot of stuff just filler. I don't even know half of these.
1: Speaking of filler, moving into the Billboard Top 100, this is actually the worst week of music of all time. Yeah, it is i'm gonna mention like two and a half songs here let's just read like one
0: we'll read one to six just to get them over with all right one we've got tlc's creep which is okay um but definitely not my favorite tlc song i'll get into that two take a bow madonna uh you know my feelings about madonna in the 90s three on bended knees boys to men four another night Real McCoy 5 baby by Brandy that could actually be good i don't know i haven't heard it i would like to yeah. cut
1: all of what just happened it's the worst like this I mean, music just like it's it, not it a good sucks. week it is we've had some pretty good weeks like we're rolling down the list number Ronald... 15 you don't know how it feels by tom petty okay good song 17 big papa by notorious big which is actually on its way up which is exciting but it only peaks out at number six what are you doing 90s 1995 what the heck and going down Mm -hmm. there's there's an rem song there's some more brandy more boys Um, to men janet jackson there's a song on here called short dick man 20 fingers featuring gillette i have so many questions about this song is is it
0: featuring the mach 3 razor is it featuring pen gillette like who is this about
1: who's the short dick man yeah okay
0: oh turn the beat around is that is that what i think it is yes yeah there we go everlasting love Okay, so we got okay. some gems hidden in Gloria the dirt. Gloria Estefan is... is saving the day. Yeah, thank you, Gloria. Holy shit, everlasting love. All right, you know what? Enough of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, uh, 1995, February music.
1: Done. Thanks for nothing. Yeah you useless. Um,
0: let's get on to 90s news now. How about that?
1: All right. This is a big moment for us at the podcast. We've <laughs> never had such recognition before. So, uh, as you may know, Full House is coming back. Fuller House.
0: It's coming back, and it's going to be even fuller. There's going to be more people in the house. Carly Rae Jepsen's doing the theme song. We're Canadians. We have to appreciate that. Okay. All right. So, this week on Ellen, the first trailer for Fuller House debuted. Lots of cool stuff happening. We get to see where everyone's at in their lives a little bit but at one point this stuck out to both of us stephanie says to kimmy Gibbler, you're stuck in the 90s
1: Stephanie, thank you for the shout out. Do you think that's a shout out to us? Yes, it absolutely is. We didn't expect to get on Ellen this early in the game. but We appreciate it. It's it's, it's nice. Fuller House,
0: 26th of this month. I'll be watching it on Netflix.
1: Very exciting. So also this week. Oh, the deleted footage from Mrs. Doubtfire. It was eight minutes and 17 some odd seconds of deleted footage. I went into this thinking like, it's going to be Robin Williams joking around. This is great. It was devastating. Two super dramatic scenes. Oh.
0: One takes place probably roughly in the middle of the movie after his kids find out that he's Mrs.
1: Doubtfire. It's rough to watch. Like these scenes would have changed the movie from lighthearted and a little serious to very serious and also sad.
0: It does change the tone. Like so, I kind of agree with it with it being cut, but it's yeah. really cool to see. I guess we won't get into it too much. The other footage takes place near the end of the movie. Just Google it if you want to see it. It is worth the eight minutes of your time. Now, I guess it's time for this week on. So every week we pick an episode of Seinfeld Friends or The Simpsons that aired this week and we'll tell you about it. We're going to read you the plot. Newsflash. Still Seinfeld. It is. Seinfeld is on fire yet again with a great episode. Season 6, episode 17, The
1: Kiss Hello. Kramer tries to create a utopian society when he puts up pictures of all the residents of his and Jerry's building.
0: Whenever Kramer tries to create something that pretty much means it's gonna be
1: a good episode so everyone in the apartment when the episode opens like no one really talks to each other no one holds the door and no one cares kramer decides to do something about it he puts up all the pictures everyone's everyone's name underneath. everyone's names are on there so everyone can say hello to each other people are chatting people are holding mm-hmm. doors jerry does not kissing like this. hello yeah oh the yeah obviously kissing hello
0: the, the little like the italian like two cheek thing
1: jerry's not a fan jerry is anti-social he wants to come and go and that's it. Yeah.
0: So. If eventually he he just has enough he has a confrontation with someone says no more kiss hellos no more kiss hellos
1: he loses his mind
0: he loses it and people do not take lightly to this
1: they vandalize his picture but it went beyond the apartment too because he went to the laundromat and you know as a, a relatively in the show Famous New York Comedian, he had his picture up at the laundromat, and that was taken down. Like, this had far-reaching consequences in his daily life. So I guess the takeaway lesson from this is you just gotta take a
0: few seconds to uh, kiss, kiss hello. hello. You just gotta kiss
1: hello. That's yeah, it. I guess so. Alright, that was Seinfeld. Moving on to our 90s spotlight. As we mentioned, this week, number one movie at the box office is Billy Madison. This week's 90s spotlight poses a question. Adam Sandler, what happened
0: or did it ever happen
1: also a good question yeah
0: adam sandler you had some amazing movies in the 90s some some of our favorites growing up and probably some of your favorites growing up too we're talking billy
1: madison happy gilmore Waterboy, the wedding singer little nicky
0: yeah those those
1: are the big ones
0: yeah those are the big ones that really defined adam sandler in the 90s and just drove him to superstardom and then we've got the shit that we've got these days like jack and jill grown-ups 2 grown-ups 1 some of those other ones that i can't even His name. Yeah, fifty first first dates. He's done like three movies with Drew Barrymore now. He's straight upset, I'm just cashing a paycheck at this point.
1: Which, I mean, you gotta kind of respect that.
0: But, I mean, you can make... If someone's giving you, like, 50 million dollars, you can make a half-decent movie out
1: of it. You're not even trying, Adam. So, I guess that's the question. What happened to Adam Sandler? And, to that point, did we do this to ourselves? Are you saying we
0: created the monster that is Adam Sandler by blindly throwing our money at him?
1: No, I'm saying that he was always a monster, but we enjoyed the dick and fart jokes more because we were 12, and we just don't have the same appreciation now that we're 27. So, do you think we just grew... Grew up
0: yes that poses a really good question was adam sandler ever actually funny now what we need for this is someone who has never seen an adam sandler movie
1: doesn't exist i have the next best thing a list of his movies with adjusted earnings for inflation i was expecting that this movie would basically go in chronological order with the other yeah, yeah, movies Madison, being on top Happy gilmore right yeah moving down the list Number one, we have The Waterboy with an adjusted gross of almost $300 million. This makes sense. Makes my heart warm. Big Daddy says a number two right up there as well. But then it seems like it goes off the track. Because mm-hmm. coming in right after that is The Longest Yard, then Anger Management, Mr. Mr. D's, Grown Ups wow. 2, Fifty First States. Hotel Transylvania 2 is in there, which yeah. is apparently a very good kids movie. I haven't seen it. But like if you look at these top ten, there are only two in there that I would consider classics i mean and the water
0: boy makes sense at number one because that's when he would have been propelled into stardom you know it yeah. took it took billy madison it took happy gilmore to kind of get him there before people realized this isn't just some dude who used to be on snl this is a funny guy
1: high quality h2o water sucks it really really sucks <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, i didn't drink water until i was in my 20s because of that but looking at this list makes me think that Maybe we had it wrong. Maybe his old movies weren't his best movies because they clearly, financially, weren't his most appreciated works.
0: Yeah, but again, I think that's really just it took time for him to get noticed. I don't know. I think Adam Sandler in the 90s
1: was a pretty big deal.
0: Yeah, but as a movie star, see, movies were different in the 90s. You had movie theaters that had two or three cinemas not a lot of the megaplexes we have today with 10 plus theaters so people okay. had to pick and choose their movies that's a fair point i guess that's going to be stuff we're going to delve into as time goes on smaller movie theaters it's just the dynamic of how tv was viewed versus movies because tv was seen as such a lesser medium back in the 90s compared Agreed. to now where if anything with shows like breaking bad and fargo and house game of, of, of thrones cards. and yeah house of cards tv is being seen as almost a superior medium to movies which you've got sequels and remakes and just various trash like jack and jill and grown-ups too so it was just a different time i guess and so adam sandler either used to suck or sucks now or, or has sucked, sucked the whole time and i guess that's the question we pose to you viewers how do you where do you weigh in on this <laughs> where, where and when did adam sandler suck <laughs> where in the timeline did he suck and where did he touch you i think that's enough of that yeah. um all right, let's move on to our it. sponsor so every week we like to use our imagination stretch our our imaginations and pretend this is a podcast where people actually pay us money they don't they really don't so this week we're gonna throw a little shout out a little sponsor to overly violent children's
1: games oh very exciting let me let me tell you about the most violent game i played as a kid We had a variant on wall ball, which I'm sure many of you have fond or not fond memories of. Very creative names. Our variant involved a super ball. So the kid throwing the ball would stand on the blacktop and bounce it against the wall. At my elementary school, at the back of the school, we were on a little bit of a hill. And all the other kids would stand on the hill. And as the ball flew over our heads, everyone would chase it from that grassy hill down to the field. And we would tackle each other to get to the ball. And then once someone got the ball, that wasn't enough. You couldn't just get the ball. ball and pick it up and game over you had to run back up to the blacktop where kids would be trying to tackle you all the way up i don't know if anyone got a concussion i don't know how many lives were ruined broken bones scarring for life it was serious it
0: was a violent game yeah at my school we just had we we had wall ball which basically the motivation for playing this game was to not get pelted by a tennis ball or to pelt someone with a tennis ball yeah i guess exact some revenge And I think the 1990s were really the last decade where this kind of violence was accepted. Where you could just be out on the schoolyard. As long as everyone's consenting, you can be... You can just be hurting each other to
1: no end as long as everyone's in on it. When I was a kid, my parents had an above-ground pool in our backyard. We used to play Marco Polo, where the person who had their eyes closed would get just savagely beaten with pool noodles, balls, inflatables, anything that you could, like, sink... And then throw across the bottom of the pool and try and hit someone right in the dingleberry? Dingleberries. So, yeah, this was really the last decade where
0: that was accepted, I think.
1: Widely accepted. Nowadays. It was like we were friends, but we hated each other. (laughs) but that was
0: part of the fun yeah i don't think we have anything else to add to that thank you to overly violent children's games for
1: scarring us for life but like physically actually scarring us physically and mentally yeah oh before we wrap things up a quick shout out to listener and friend of the show beth g from detroit who shot us an email and one of her questions in that email was what is your email so For those of you out there who want to check out our website and all of our stuff, 90s is 90s. So if you're emailing us, it's Stuck in the 90s using the number 90. Obviously, you can find it Stuck in the 90s on Facebook. You're listening to this podcast, so you got that far. Well done. Yeah, look at the podcast name. And add at gmail.podcast at
0: gmail.com. Anyway, shout out to uh, Beth for pointing that out. Thank you. And thanks for discovering the email. I mean, I guess you had to...
1: We got a record setting two emails last week. All
0: right. And while Connor said that, I snuck over and got out the game of life wheel because, again, we forgot. Yeah, we're not good at this. Yeah, but at least it was on the top of the pile of games. So, hey, whatever. Yeah, let's give this a spin.
1: Next week, we are doing February...
0: 19th to 25th 1990 awesome okay so we are revisiting our first year we're going to be heading back to 1990 and we'll see what's up then for now are we, are we still saying the podcast is now over the, the podcast, podcast has is has ended, ended over. now god all right see you guys